Hey, this is Josiah, just sliding in quick before the episode. I wanted to let you know that if you want a souvenir from your visit to Valleygate, you now can have one. I have created a sticker, which is available at visitvalleygate.creator-spring.com. A great URL that's easy to find and nobody has issues with. Um, I've also included it in the show notes below in case you are curious. Any money I make from the sticker is going directly to fund a paid subscription to the podcast hosting website that I use. I will be able to get the podcast on Spotify and Google Play and a couple other places if I upgrade to that tier of subscriptions. So don't worry, your money is going to somewhere that's just going to go right back into the podcast. I literally need nine people to buy the sticker and I'll be set for at least a month. So If you are one of those nine people, then I hope you'll consider visiting the very famously easy URL, visitvalleygate.creator-spring.com, and we'll buy the lovely souvenir of Valleygate that you can stick under your water bottles or laptops. Thank you so much, guys, and enjoy the episode. Nothing happens in Valley Gate. It's been a pleasant week. The curtain of grey rolled back to allow for some sunshine for a while, and the evenings were filled with stars, the two moons winking at us, one a waxing crescent and the other a waxing gibbous. It was a welcome sight, and those who have been spoiling for a few more chances to get outdoors did so, despite the windy chill of the mountain air. They were hiking and fishing and just taking walks down Main Street or through the woods near Evelyn Kinlight's Manor. I've walked that path myself many times, it's long and winding, guiding you under fairy gates and down into hidden grottos. It takes you up a little ways and gives you a great view of the Titan Valley and of Valleygate herself. Then the way back down follows one of the many forested brooks in the area, snaking through the trees, cascading over the mountain stone that has crumbled down from above and eventually into the Kinlight Manor grounds. Nowadays, the grounds are just a gasp of their former glory. Evelyn has been shut in for some years now. She used to be seen gardening or reading among the grounds. She'd even walk into town with a little basket and purchase her groceries there at the farmer's markets that are so abundant in summer. But a few years ago, she spent what must have been a decent portion of her fortune renovating the manor, and to great effect. But since then, she hasn't been seen much at all. Chief Charlie Goose has been up to do some welfare checks and still comes by every Monday morning just to make sure everything is okay. Evelyn rarely answers the door. It's usually her housekeeper Winston who invites him in and they sit in the tea room and wait for Evelyn to come downstairs. He had thought when she first stopped coming to town that maybe she had become ill, but that first visit he made to her, he was proven very wrong. She was chipper, spry, and always fussing about this thing or that. This was odd to Charlie. It wasn't the behavior of a shut-in, but he did what Charlie does best, which is not to hover. He drinks his tea, thanks the two of them, and leaves them to whatever odd life they lead. The people of Valleygate are diverse people, and they live the lives they wish to. And if some prefer to remain outside the bustle of our mountain town, we don't begrudge them. Jasper Whittlewick is one such man. He lives in a cabin up the mountain, and while he does come into town now and again, he prefers the company of the trees in his home among them. This last week, being so sunny, got Jasper thinking he'd like to cook over the fire on Friday night. He got up early that morning. The wood furnace had kept the house heated overnight, and his bare feet tread the warm boards as he dressed himself, put on his deodorant, and brushed his teeth. He stepped out 
into the cool air and shut the door to the cabin quickly behind him, hoping to preserve the heat. His axe leaned against the doorframe from Wednesday evening, and so he picked it up and crunched through the leaves toward the woodpile where some large stumps he'd taken down a few weeks back were stacked against the cabin's wall. Before he began, he put in his earbuds and turned on a podcast he likes to listen to. It's just three comedians he enjoys talking about nearly anything, and then they play a game at the end of the episode. It's simple. It gives Jasper a little company when he feels a bit alone. Chopping wood is a favorite pastime of his. It gets his mind off of things, and it gives him a chance to mull over what he's written that morning. He's a writer, at least that's what he tells people, but he's paid to be a therapist over the Arcanet. That's what he studied. He even got his master's and was working in Candle City at a successful therapy clinic. But one taste of Valley Gate and he was hooked. He moved away and transitioned to taking patients online only. And therapy is fine. He likes helping people, but his passion, what gets him out of bed, is writing. Writing stories about all kinds of things. He spends his time thinking about new ideas and story beats he could pull off. He's writing a novel now, and as he chops wood, he considers his characters and who they are and what kind of ice cream they like, and if they knew one another in high school, how they would have treated one another. All things he thought about while chopping wood. When he had finished and had enough logs to last him for a bit, he climbed in his truck and drove into town. Not a terribly long drive, at least, and he pulled into Valley Gate Grocery. Janiah Dusty Oak greeted him, and they chatted briefly before Jasper checked out, having purchased chicken breasts, wine, fresh garlic, shallots, and heavy whipping cream. Janiah rung him up and bid him a good day. He was about to head home when his eye caught the sign of the Shepherd's Nook Cafe a ways down Main Street. He parked his truck on the street nearby and walked in. He liked to write at the cafe, or he used to, but he hasn't been in quite some time. The barista, Patrick, greeted him. Jasper stepped up to the counter, glancing at the menu, but from the back room came Kinder Whitetail. She smiled at Jasper, and he grinned back, a stupid, embarrassing grin. His face warmed as blood rushed to it. She told Patrick that she would make his drink, and Patrick moved off to wipe down some tables. Kinder and Jasper haven't talked much, but she asked him about his novel once, and they chatted for ten or fifteen minutes about it. She seemed interested, but he didn't want to bore her with all the details at the time. Hey, Jasper. I I don't see a laptop. Are you here to write? She asked. Oh, uh, no, I was just in town to do some grocery shopping. I'm cooking over the fire tonight, he said. Ooh, sounds cozy. What are you making? Uh, grilled chicken with a wine cream sauce. It's my uncle's recipe. Ugh, that sounds amazing. I'm just eating, like, tacos tonight, so you'll have to share that recipe with me sometime. I will, Jasper said. But he was disappointed in himself. There was a world out there that he invited her over to eat with him, to share the meal, but he was too nervous. His heart was in his throat, and each beat felt like the floor was giving way beneath him. He scanned the menu again, the chalky words, just white blurs on a black canvas, and he ordered what he always does, a white pine latte with pumpkin cold foam. Kinder bounced away to work on his drink, and he stepped over to the waiting area. How's your novel coming? Kinder asked. It's coming, Jasper began. I'm I'm hung up on a few plot points. I'm trying to work them out. Oh, well, next time you're here, you should tell me about them. I, I will, he repeated. 
Kinder slid the drink over the counter, and Jasper then realized he hadn't paid. He fumbled for his wallet, but Kinder leaned in and almost whispered, It's on the house. Thank you, he said, and he walked out of the cafe briskly. Every step he took away from her was a disappointment to himself. He should be eating dinner with her tonight, not going back to his house to eat alone. But at last he climbed back in his truck and just sat in the driver's seat for a few moments, staring at the shepherd's nook sign swinging on the metal rod that held it. Why should he go home and eat by himself? It's now or never, he thought. And mustering the courage, he got out of his truck and walked back into the cafe. Kinder was wiping down the counter. She looked up at him, confused. Hey, is, is there something wrong with your drink? She asked. No, nothing. It's perfect. I just... Why don't you skip tacos tonight and come over and I'll cook for you and bore you with the details about my novel? The room went quiet. He only just realized he was nearly yelling and hadn't even fully stepped in the door and his voice carried across the rest of the cafe. Almost everyone turned and waited for Kinder's answer. And when she did answer, it was nearly a whisper. She leaned toward him, beckoning him to come closer. Yeah. Uh, y yes. Yes. I I'd love to. Cool. I'll, uh, I'll text you the address. Jasper backed out the door and got all the way to his truck before he realized he didn't have Kinder's rune saved on his slate, and he almost got out of his truck a third time, but then he noticed, peeking out from behind the brown sleeve on his latte, was some black markings. He slid the sleeve down, and it revealed a rune. He traced it into his slate, and a picture of Kinder appeared on the screen with her name below it. He drove off, head reeling and chest ringing from nerves, but she had said yes, and that's all that mattered. Nothing could ruin the evening, he thought, nothing at all. It could rain, it could snow, it could storm, but he'd at least have her yes. And nothing would ruin the evening, because nothing happens in Valleygate. Hey folks, thank you for listening to episode 7 of Nothing Happens in Valleygate. This one was written, recorded, edited, and sound designed by me, Josiah Duff, but the music you are hearing right now is by Andy Ferris, my good friend. Thanks, Andy, so much. We have surpassed 750 downloads. We're in the 800s at this point, and I am overwhelmed by the response of the podcast. I know I've said this before, but it's just been an incredible experience, and I thank you all so much for being here. And to celebrate this, I have designed a sticker, and I am selling it so you can purchase a little bit of Valleygate to bring home. You can find it at visitvalleygate.creator-spring.com, a very easy URL. I hope you will visit and get a Valleygate sticker. It is pretty sleek, if I do say so myself, and I think you will really enjoy it. Any money that I get from the sticker will be going to support the subscription I need for my podcast hosting website to get the podcast onto uh, Google Play and Spotify and other podcasting platforms so we can get the show to more people. If you like Nothing Happens at Valleygate, go to Apple Podcasts and give it five stars and write a little review. I would love to read out your review at the end of an episode and just give back to everybody who has been so kind uh, to listen to my voice uh, about this cozy little town in the mountains. You can also go to our Instagram uh, at Visit Valleygate on Instagram and you can see uh, pictures that I post, drawings that I've done. Uh, it's not like a regularly scheduled once a day kind of scheduling thing. 
it's just whenever I sort of have something to post, uh, whenever I get a drawing done or whenever I take a photo. Um, but regardless, that's where that is, and you can find it at Visit Valley Gate. Finally, you can email me. You can email me at visitvalleygate at gmail.com, and I would love to talk with you about ideas you have or maybe some theories you have about the world or uh, I'd love to see some art. If anyone has any art that they've done of people or places within Valleygate, that would be just simply incredible. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody, and I look forward to seeing you next week and then again the following day on Halloween. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. And nothing would ruin the evening because nothing happens in Valleygate. <sighs> nice. It's a shorter episode, sir, but it checks out. I was about to clear them. <laughs>